0: You are listening to Digging In Podcast, presented by Rooted Wealth Advisors. Hey, everybody. Welcome into another episode of the Digging In Podcast, presented by Rooted Wealth Advisors. I'm your host, Kenjo Kelly, helping you get those questions answered to and through retirement, Today, we are joined by another new addition to the Rooted Wealth Advisors family. His name is Andrew Lee. He's got the best mustache in the office. He just turned 22, and he might be one of the brightest up-and-coming minds um, in our industry and definitely in our office here. Welcome, Andrew, and Andrew's mustache to the program. How are we doing today? (laughs) Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Uh, I mean, it's been a running joke, but the mustache looks good, man. The mustache looks good. Yes, you know, uh, don't have the best genetics hair-wise, but uh, we do what we can. Hey, you're you're working on it. It looks very handsome. You look very nice today. Got your pictures taken. We're excited to have you here, uh, part of the family here. Tell us a little bit about your journey and like what brought you to Root It.
1: Yeah, so uh, I was born and raised in Pontiac, Illinois. I uh, went to high school there. Uh, played sports you know regular kid stuff got into some trouble all that jazz Um, not too much just a little bit just a little bit okay just a little bit nothing serious (laughs) Um, ended up going to Monmouth College I swam there for two years uh, decided I had enough of that transferred to Illinois State University to further my education and uh, graduated with an economics degree and somehow
0: I found my way here <laughs> there you go there you go that's really cool econ and um, what else was there was another part of the major too right uh, business admin minor Bidment business admin right that's a lot to say that's a lot to say so what is your position here and what is what do you specialize in
1: so I'm a utility player here at rooted so do a little bit of everything where I can to help out Um been doing a lot of stuff for marketing, as you know, um, and slowly starting to dip my toes into operations in the back, um, dealing with some clients and some Security benefits, things like that, so
0: yeah that's awesome um i didn 't think too many people 's brain worked the same way jackson's worked. I thought Jackson was kind of like a one of one when I met him, like he had like the matrix kind of running in his eyeballs and all that fun stuff, and I was like, and then when I met you, I was like oh there's another guy that's kind of like Jackson, yeah, very yeah. bright, um, good with numbers and and you love the like the data the numbers aspect right
1: yeah yeah I wouldn't uh, compare myself to Jackson quite yet very smart guy but yeah I've
0: always uh, liked the numbers because as they say the data doesn't lie so and you've been very instrumental here in helping everybody kind of lay out their processes and that's got to be I'm sure some of it's been tedious but I bet it's been at least a little eye-opening to kind of getting a full view of like what uh independent financial advisors office looks like how people inside of it operate what their roles and responsibilities are that's kind of like your first position out of the gate you basically get to shadow everybody and write down everything they do like to help as we're growing and transitioning and training other new people
1: yeah yeah it was definitely a challenge but uh you know i like to look at everything with with a positive so uh for me it's just very beneficial to see how everything works in this type of business you know in finance and that thing so uh i feel like it's just benefiting me so that way when i move on to whatever position it is you know i kind of have little pieces of everything and, and go from there
0: that's awesome man i like it's really cool to to have that complete puzzle together with all those pieces um have you learned anything here in your in your 2 months here that you've like cuz you're a young guy right you just turned 22 so it's like as you're thinking about retirement in the next you know 5 to 10 years at your trajectory oh yeah uh have, <laughs> Have you have you taken any anything away that you've heard from Zach or John or Joe or it's like very beneficial to be around all these like financially smart people, right? And like, have there, has there been anything that you've kind of taken away from it so far? Uh, I would say the biggest thing is uh, taxes.
1: So I've never really, you know, been into taxes. I love finance and everything about it, but taxes, I was always like, stay away from that. It doesn't really matter, you know, you can't really do anything to avoid it. But, you know, especially being around John, um, I realize that there's a lot of little things you can do to just make it easier on yourself.
0: So. Every little bit helps, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and there's certain things you can do now to help avoid paying more taxes in the future, right? Like yeah. Roth 401k, for example, right? Um, that's awesome. That's awesome that you've learned that. Let's go back to, uh, to Andrew uh, when you were a kid, um, which wasn't that long ago. We're talking like three years ago, right? Um, what was your first memory of money? Like, Were you the kid? Um, that uh, you know that worked at the local diner, washing dishes, saving money. Did you have a paper route? Were you, the, were you the saver? Were you the spender? Probably in Pontiac. I don't know that there are too many options. What is there? Working at the Casey's or working in a cornfield somewhere. Yep, those are my yeah. two guesses for you. Uh, yeah, that's
1: about it. All Which right, a little, you know, a few more, but. Uh, hey you can't complain you know being a farmer
0: hey there you go no no absolutely no <laughs> complaining there I come from a, a ag family so uh, I spent about a decade in of my life working for my dad or his company in some capacity like walking miles and miles endlessly in corn and soybeans and pollinating and doing stand counts and roguing and thinning and harvest hand harvesting corn you ever hand harvested corn before that I have not takes a lot of work out of you so <laughs> so I got nothing but love for farmers so what did you What was your first memory of money yeah so I grew up working at a
1: trucking company that my grandpa started um, and all I did was wash trucks as a kid so really my first memory was you know the allowance that you know most kids get you know mm-hmm. a little allowance and uh, yeah you know it might be 20 bucks every two weeks or just something small like that and uh, I will say I quickly learned that you know you go and you blow that real quick and then you're like wait a minute mm-hmm I need
0: more it goes out a lot faster than it comes in oh yeah right that's what you learn as a kid oh yeah so what was what was Andrew blowing your truck washing money on uh,
1: I was into the uh, I guess they'd be model cars so like late models for any of you out there that are familiar with dirt track racing uh, I would spend my money on you know little
0: little dirt cars very cool Very cool. Everybody's got their own thing, right? Like little niche. Yeah, that's what makes the world go around, right? That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So, so what was what was it that you learned specifically about money then?
1: Uh, Well, I learned that it goes out a lot quicker than it comes in, Uh, but also that you know it if you want more in a sense, you know, there, there's a way to get more. You just got to work for it. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't come easy, you know, no handouts in my family at least, you know, so.
0: Yeah. And so what did you do to work more for it? I started washing more trucks <laughs> and faster. <laughs> there you go. You refined your process, right? Yeah. You got a little better at it. Yeah. Um, that's, that's really cool. Um, so, so what was, I mean, y- your. you're, you're very early in starting out, like, in your career path. Um, wh- what do you think has been your your best financial decision to date? Oh, boy. <laughs> See, a lot of us old-timers have been around uh, long enough to make some big mistakes, right? Uh, we all have different stories of mistakes. I know John tells a story about him blowing... A fairly large sum of money on clothes and a computer and stuff like that, and like, yeah, those might be some needs, but like they were excessive, right? Um, I've paid my fair share of stupid tax. I've not done my due diligence on cars when I bought them, and they broke two weeks later, and, and there's some stupid tax along the way. so ha- have you paid any any stupid tax, so to speak? Um,
1: yes, to start off with, my best financial decision. I would say now this is going to sound really cheesy, but uh, I bought Benjamin Graham's book, uh, The Intelligent Investor. So, you know, I was watching a video when I was getting into finance and stuff, and this guy mentioned this book. I was one of the greatest financial books, you know, ever written, and it's been revised by um, other people. But I bought that book, and I remember I took a twenty-dollar bill, and I wrote on it, and I was like, "This is my my first investment." For myself, like on myself, I'm mm-hmm. investing in myself, yeah. And uh, so I read through the book, and uh, but I actually what's interesting is I remember I went one time, I was like, there's a 20 dollars bill on that book because that was my placeholder, mm. and I was like, yeah, you know, I'm about to go grab it and go spend it on something, but mm-hmm. then I remember I wrote on it and I read what I wrote, and I was like, mm. nah, I can't do that, right. So to me, and it's really eye opening, even for yourself, you know, having something like that happen. But to me, that was definitely my best financial decision,
0: and that's super smart too, because then you kind of have like a trigger to be like, "Oh, I've I've written on this. Is this really what I want to do?" Because I made a commitment to myself mm-hmm. at another time that I wouldn't. Right? Yep. That's that's really cool, and I think for a lot of like young professionals like yourself. There's so much to be learned from investing in yourself and getting coaching and personal growth and development. I think I've I've been the benefactor of a lot of that over the years on different places I've I've um, There are some companies that I worked at didn't really care about personal development or whatever. It's like you show up, you do the job, you go home. Then there's other companies that really took it serious and they really yeah. wanted to help people grow. I got to sit in with like Andy Andrews, um, Bo Eason, Tony Robbins. Um, I got to, you know, rub shoulders with a lot of very influential coaches who spent their entire, you know, professional careers kinda of building into other people. So absorbing that as much as you can as fast as you can while you're still young and you've got your whole career trajectory ahead of you only sets you up for success man and uh that's super cool to see uh and you tossed in your best you didn't give me your worst you, you i i you, can give you my you, worst you didn't give me your worst, you gave me your best so <laughs> i want to i want to hear the worst too well are, are we trying to get a little controversial or are we just oh mm. i'll leave that in your court well i'll, I'll start
1: off with uh Kind of my worst and a little inside joke here. Um, so I went through a phase, senior year of high school up into college, and you know I was you know wanted to be fashionable, yeah. like anybody. But I would uh, I buy ripped jeans because that I thought was in at the time. Mm-hmm. Might not have ever been in. <laughs> but uh, so I would say you know the worst financial decision is buying those ripped jeans because you know i'm paying for not even a whole jean not even a whole pair of pants and you
0: paid more and
1: i paid more yeah paid a (laughs) premium
0: it is a little bit of an inside joke for those of you watching we had a team dinner just a few weeks ago uh the dress code was just casual And most of us showed up in what we would pretty typically wear to work, maybe some shorts and some polos and stuff like that. But Andrew did walk in with not this guy, (laughs) some ripped (laughs) jeans. To be fair, I think you just like got done fishing or something. So I was running a little late. uh, Yeah. So that's that's all right, man. Um, What Where? where do you just starting out like in your career path and all this stuff where do you find inspiration to really just to be your best self to bring your a game every day um so for me it's a lot of you know i watch a lot of youtube videos and
1: listen to a lot of podcasts and uh most my inspiration um comes from you know people on those podcasts you know whether it's like an elon musk podcast or i'll be i listen to joe rogan a lot and he might have some guest on uh but just seeing these people do extraordinary things is inspirational for me because i think well why can't i do that Mm -hmm. why can't anybody not do that you know so
0: Yeah, that's super cool. Well, we won't pull a Joe Rogan and go, like, two, three hours deep on this podcast. Um, But, yeah, I I would say, like, looking around you and, like, seeing what's possible, right? We had a coaching call for our team just the other day that was, like, helping people understand, like, not just, you know, achieving their goals, but, like, but their dreams. And that, that dream is a whole other level. And it's, like, what is that and how can we help not only our clients get there but also each other as like teammates and is there anything i can do that would help you on your way is there any knowledge or anything i can impart or show you kind of the way or or even learn from mistakes i've made right um that's been super cool yeah and uh like we talked
1: the other day kind of there's there's a lot of valuable information out there everywhere on the internet, you know, obviously not all information is valuable, but, um, so it's, it's nice to think about like, what can we provide different? And it's like, how can we be leaders in somebody's life? It's like we talked about the other day to, uh, to get them to those goals and even beyond their goals instead of just, you know, giving them information, Mm -hmm. you know, you can do whatever you want with it.
0: Yeah. What has been your favorite part about, about working here so far in the in the 2 months you've been here. Oh boy. I love it all. Um <laughs> Uh I would say
1: just the uh just the environment here is uh is really cool, you know, we're all uh I would say pretty close for, you know, coworkers. So uh Yeah, I'd say the environment. It's
0: like a small family here. Like, I've never worked in a place where, you know, my employee number was a single digit before. Um, You know, been a lot part of a lot of larger companies where it was in the hundreds or thousands or maybe even millions. But, um, but we do spend a ton of time together, right? And we're always interacting. And so, yeah, I mean, it's not always sunshine and roses, right? No, of course like, not. Sometimes we see things from different points of view. But I always think that that's a good thing because we always have um, our client's best interests at heart, number one. And then what's what's right for for us, right? What's right for the business um, that Zach built. Um, I know you're still new around here, but like some of the some of the OGs talk about the lessons they've learned from the school of Zach Gray, right? It's almost like the school of hard knocks. He just like walks around handing them out. Sometimes you need a life lesson, right? Yeah. Um, good and and sometimes I've had to learn some lessons the hard way too. Is there anything you've learned from the school of Zach Gray specifically that you can speak on? Um, there's definitely multiple things. I would say, first. For
1: me personally, write everything down. Hmm. I was just in a meeting with him, and he was (laughs) like, "Are you writing this down?" (laughs) I I am now. (laughs) Um, And uh, secondly, it kind of goes along with like uh, appearance. I guess you know, appearance Mm -hmm. means a lot—how you come off to people, how you present yourself. And uh, I've always kind of known that, but not necessarily in the in this fashion. You know, so Mm -hmm. that was a big one for me.
0: The line he uses for that is. Oh boy! Everything communicates. Oh yeah! Right?
1: Yes. Everything
0: right? does. That's uh. It's become it's become a very a very important company motto, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's true. Like, and that's something I probably didn't give enough credence to before I learned that lesson from the school of Zach Gray. Because it's like, well, you know, it doesn't matter that there's a typo on an email, and it's like, well, you know, what we're dealing with, with somebody's life savings and that trust that it takes Mm -hmm. to to be able to hand that somebody's worked 50 60 70 years for the sum of money that is their entire world right or it's how they're going to live the rest of their days like a typo in an email is a big deal because if we can't communicate effectively like on time you know t's crossed i's dotted that doesn't give them the confidence in us that we have to do our job on the back end of that so that everything communicates is 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 real and uh definitely a lesson we've all had to learn yeah
1: yeah that's a big one for sure
0: well um uh, cool man do you have anything else to add today as we get to know andrew lee uh not at the moment no glad to be here all right man mustache still looks fantastic it performed very well in the interview i'm sure we'll get some comments on it below let us know let us know how big does it need to get what's he need to do next fu manchu does he need to curl out the ends we'll get him some wax you know let us know That'll do it for us today on uh, on Digging In. If you have any questions on anything you heard today, feel free to give us a call. The number's 815-918-4727. And just for calling in from the podcast, you get a copy of Zach's book, Your Retirement Lifeblood. A lot of great value in here. I can even make sure you get an autograph copy if you let us know when you call. Again, that number's 815-918-4727. That'll do it for us today. Until next time, keep digging in. This was Digging In Podcast, presented by Rooted Wealth Advisors.